tax day is coming. Oh, no. But if you sign up for Robinhood Gold's IRA with a 3% match, you can get up to $195 for the 2023 tax year. Oh, yeah. Sign up at Robinhood.com slash boost by tax day to get the biggest contribution match on the market. Subscription fees apply. Investing involves risk. 3% match requires gold for one year from first match. Must keep IRA for five years. Robinhood Financial LLC, member SIPC. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. If you wonder how all this adds up, here's the math. The vast majority of Americans are doing the right thing. Nearly three quarters of the eligible have gotten at least one shot. But one quarter has not gotten any. That's nearly 80 million Americans not vaccinated. And a country as large as ours, that's 25 percent minority. That 25% can cause a lot of damage, and they are. The unvaccinated overcrowd our hospitals or overrunning emergency rooms and intensive care units, leaving no room for someone with a heart attack or pancreatitis or cancer. But what makes it incredibly more frustrating is that we have the tools to combat COVID-19 and a distinct minority of Americans, supported by a distinct minority of elected officials, are keeping us from turning the corner. These pandemic politics, as I refer to, are, are, make, are making people sick, causing unvaccinated people to die. We cannot allow these actions to stand in the way of protecting the large majority of Americans who have done their part and want to get back to life as normal. As your president, I'm announcing tonight a new plan to require more Americans to be vaccinated to combat those blocking public health. As the puppet in chief, he has revealed the agenda of the uh, federal government that has been captured, corrupted, totally engulfed and devoured by the pharmaceutical church. He has established once and for all, overtly, no longer covertly, that the state-sanctioned religion of modern medicine shall be imposed by force and violence. And thus he has wakened up even those, many of those who have already been jabbed to a reality that they didn't want to come to. They didn't want to acknowledge or recognize they were, let's say, blissful in their ignorance or ignorant in their bliss. That all of us who have been warning about the dangers of the medical monopoly, that one day it could be utilized to complete a takeover of the United States and its people is made manifest in an overt fashion by the puppet in chief that is whoever this Biden guy is and whoever is pulling his puppet strings. Folks, do not cower in fear. Be emboldened with the reality that he's come out of (laughs) the medical closet, not that he was actually hiding in there, and said, here we are. The United States of Drug America, the United States of Vaccine America is now the official sanctioned religion. And if you don't convert, you 25 percenters, you, you stubborn people that just will not, will not join the church of pharmaceutical mysticism. We're coming for you. We're going to make it so hard for you to live that you're just going to want to bend over and take the shot or shots or even more shots. 
and you're going to be pleading, please, can I have a vaccine passport? Oh, wait, it expired? I, I got the shot. Yeah, can I have another? Folks, they are going to fail miserably. The only question is how many people are taken down along the way? How many people are going to be harmed or killed along the way? Not by our action and inaction or reaction. Actually, our action to say no to force jabs. But for those who have gotten the jabs and are waking up now and realize the error of their ways, or even if they don't think it was an error to get the jab, the error was feeling that Biden wouldn't fundamentally violate the freedom of those Americans, those of us who say no. This shall not pass. No, you will not medically rape us with a syringe or a swab. Your rights, your freedom, stop where mine begin. And no, breathing the air is not a crime against your freedom. But the collectivists, the allopathic medical reductionist Marxist communists have made the argument so that a certain percentage of Americans actually believe and may even support the efforts of the puppet in chief to make life difficult to near impossible as you have known it in America, to live freely, to work for whom you want to work or to establish a business and make up your own set of rules or guidelines that don't involve a puppet in chief mandating medical interventions that can kill and that do kill and that have killed. All in the name of what? A virus that they haven't isolated, a test for it that doesn't exist except by emergency use authorization, which has been withdrawn and variants, Delta to Mu and everything in between that have no validated tests except self-validations in the, the myriad of labs that claim they're doing it. The science is on our side. For those of us who have said no to the jab, the science is on our side. But is that enough? I don't think so. We have been putting out the scientific realities, the facts for, well, 22 plus years here on the Robert Scott Bell Show. Has it been enough? Has it been enough for the doctors, the physicians, the scientists that are pushing back against the COVID crazy narrative? Apparently not. Peer reviewed or not, they don't care. They're barreling forward. How does the president of the most powerful nation on the face of the earth not know that the tests for the thing don't actually exist in reality other than artificial reality? That the Delta variant tests have not been validated at any level except for self-validation. And that the shots themselves are failing as evidenced by the, the most documented, highly vaccinated population in the world, Israel. And there are other examples besides Israel where the two shots didn't work. So they're adding a third and they're basically saying probably a fourth after that. How is it possible unless, as I've warned, the United States of Drug America is so under the influence of pharmaceutical chemistry that it or the people can't think clearly. Critical thinking skills have been poisoned out of our bodies, all of them. I am not concerned. I am not worried. I am not afraid. And I don't want you to be either. Recognize what has just transpired is the overt declaration of war on the people who still believe in the American ideal, in the defense of individual liberty. 
that fundamentally our rights come from God, not government, certainly not a pharmaceutical emperor. And Biden just came out and said it. And now the people that thought you all were conspiracy theorists, nut jobs, tinfoil hat wearing people. Wow, you were actually prophetic and prescient. You want to hear what Biden has to say more? I know you don't, but we're going to. <laughs> Super Don's got it lined up and ready. Let's let's see where Biden went. Uh, let's see this next clip. Uh, yeah, he's not very patient. Biden's patience is wearing thin or whoever that guy is. So what? With COVID cases surging and deaths now five times higher than just a month ago, President Biden is requiring tens of millions more Americans to get vaccinated. We've been patient, but our patience is wearing thin. And your refusal has cost all of us. This is not about freedom or personal choice. It's about protecting yourself and those around you. Did you hear that? Super Don, did you hear that? It's not about freedom. Or personal choice. That's exactly what this is about. Everything else is just a non-starter nonsense argument. It's only about freedom. It's not about or personal freedom choice. or your personal choice. So uh, come on over here because I need to take away some of your freedom. The freedom and your, and, and your personal choice. Yeah. What did what did I say was the line that you you dare not cross? When you <laughs> take away the, these are not the rights you're looking for. Yes. When you take away the freedom and the choice. That is when, look, I maybe I don't know, Super Don, where you're at on this, but I think that's where when we talk about a discussion of God and spirit, this is where I think it crosses over for many people of faith. Again, I'm not talking about what religion they're in. I'm just talking people of faith that have some level of belief that it now comes to the fore and in front of your face, you can't like look away. It's there everywhere you look that now Biden and whoever's behind Biden has basically said, you know what? We're not even going to pretend that we care about freedom and personal choice. The most fundamental, essential gift of life, beyond life itself, is the freedom that we have now that we're alive to make choices. And he is attempting to take away those choices by any means almost necessary, that he believes is necessary. Rule of necessity, knows no law, knows no limitation. So, Super D, this is why I'm encouraged by what just happened. It's no longer we're going to pretend that we still respect freedom and choice. We're like, screw your freedom, Arnold Schwarzenegger. Arnold Schwarzenegger. And who else is saying that? This is about freedom and personal choice, and now you've come out and acknowledged it, admitted it by trying to deny it. So it's a good day. It's a great day, friends. I I think what Mm -hmm. we're seeing here is him basically showing his true colors that he was Mm -hmm. trying to hide, uh, you know, what i mean it wasn't even that long ago what no. a couple months ago couple maybe months, yeah. the, the best yeah where you know it was like well you know we're just gonna do it on the honor system and we're gonna you know we're not gonna do any mandates or anything like that by the way your your levels are so low again and i don't know why i apologize i'm looking at the levels coming through they're just very low and i want to hear super deep because he's got stuff to say today and every day so here's the article channeling frustration towards the unvaccinated biden announces a slew of new rules to combat the delta variant for which there is no validated test on top of the non-validated EUA uh, PCR test to identify that you have something that you may or may not have. Who knows what it means? The Delta variant that has no valid test, no validated test. They've, all, they've lost all pretense or just abandoned all pretense of legitimacy and science. Sci-fientism it is. And then he said, as we know here, the money shot in, in all the things that Biden has said in that uh, thing last night. 
It's not about freedom or personal choice. Well, yes, it is. But protecting yourself and those around you. Well, we have perspectives on protecting ourselves and those around us that are far different from you. And now you're saying that's not legitimate. That doesn't fly. We don't allow that in America. You cannot disagree. If you do, we will make your life miserable until you acquiesce to the way we want you to live, which is to be a medical or pharmaceutical pincushion. This is what we're dealing with. Now, if you work for or with the government, you got to get you got to get shot, Super Don. You got to get shot. Go ahead and play the next clip if you got that. If you don't mind, we'll get that wound up for you. Uh, but yeah, if you want to work for the government, you got to get shot. The president is ordering nearly all federal workers and employees of contractors that do business with the federal government get vaccinated within 75 days, eliminating their option to be tested instead of getting shots. Employees who refuse could be punished, even fired. If you want to work with the federal government and do business with us, get vaccinated. Well, here's the thing. I don't want to work for the federal government. I don't want to work with the federal government. And I think it's time, Super Don, people realize the danger of doing business with the den of vipers that is the federal government. Now, I realize there are average folks that work for the feds that have no bone in the fight other than they're getting a paycheck based on taxpayers' willingness to participate in this uh, corrupt system. But they are further delegitimizing their ability to claim that they are of the people, by the people, and for the people. Mm Mm-hmm. It's not even a close contest. Let's hear it. Let's hear your levels now. Let's see what's going on. Check, check, check. One, oh, two, that's that so better? much better. Thank you. Okay. Yeah. All right. I don't know what's going on. There's yeah, like... we've been having some wacky uh, audio stuff. But anyway, you're back, Super D. All right, I'm back. But, so... you, see, you know, I know I'm taking a tack that many people are probably surprised about. You know, I'm coming out of the gate and going, this is great news. This is very powerful news in, a, in an empowering way. I say this because all of us that have been saying these things, pointing these things out, we're always met with derision and, 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 and you know, uh, whatever. They call us names. It's like now anybody who's capable of being woken up, I know there are some people that will sleep through everything, but if you're capable of now, it's right there in front of your face. Biden said it. It's not about personal freedom of choice. Yes, it is. And we're going to make your life a living hell if we can until you all get jabbed, despite the fact there's no science to support the jab or the science that is coming out says the jab doesn't work. And then the tests, and then the Delta variant. Uh, on and on it goes. How much can you take before you go, oh, okay, all right, all right, now, I, I, uncle, uncle, you, you're right, Robert. Super Don, you've been put, okay, you know, this is where we're at. And it makes it easier for us to communicate now to those that have been reluctant to hear the message. Well, you know, what I think is interesting is, you know, the, the last time I can remember anything remotely close to uh, a power grab like this that we've seen yeah. was back right after coincidentally 9-11 which is tomorrow 20 years uh, out, yeah. 20 years yeah and, and if you remember i mean when the, the patriot patriot act and and you know uh, we were yeah like a lot of people sitting there going hey wait a minute look they're taking away this they're taking away that they're, they're making you have to do this when you go to the airport and you, you can't take this on a plane and like mm-hmm. so you know if you remember i mean we talked a lot about that when mm-hmm. it happened and a lot of people just really didn't uh whatever you know uh, this time around, I think you're right. I think you are seeing a lot of people that are suddenly just going, whoa, wait a minute. The, the government can do this? What do you mean I have to do this? Mm-hmm. Or I can't do that? Mm-hmm. Uh, I've never seen anything like this in my lifetime uh, to this extent where, mm-hmm. where they have taken so much away 
from from us and uh, made it just in your face mm-hmm. about you know th- this is what you are going to do because our yeah. patience is worn thin now. Yeah. Well, and the other thing I you know I've been talking about people need to go into business for themselves. Find a way to become entrepreneurial or work for smaller businesses that are more responsive to the customers and their employees as opposed to these large multinational corporations because that's who's being targeted in addition to government workers or contractors that Biden says you either you either get shot or you don't work with us. You don't get the money. How about well, and, you know, there are some people that might be able to go, OK, well, fine, I'm not going to work with you. But then there's other people that they don't have a choice. I mean, it's either it's it's that thing that we've we've had people call us mm-hmm. and send us messages that are just like, look. I don't know what to do. Mm-hmm. This is my job. This is how I pay my bills. This is now it, coming to the point where you ask yourself, what would I have done? And in the buildup to the, the Nazi takeover of Germany, this is where you are getting closer and closer to that harsh, uncomfortable reality. Super D where you make those statements and you go, my job or the future of America and the children that you want or have and their kids. This is how close it is to get to that point where I say, screw your, you know, see, it's like, it's like a, um, a, a Schwarzenegger thing in reverse. Screw your freedom. I'm like, screw your tyranny. We are not participating. And if it means we've got to come up with a new way to do or go forward in an economy that is separate from what they have established or, or, or you know, limited us or attempted to limit us, then that's, again, it's a message that I've been sharing and dropping seeds for many years, ever since I've been on the air. But look, look at how uh, Biden in this next clip is, again, expanding this idea of how we can get more and more people captured into even if they're reluctant or completely obstinate that they don't want the shot. If you work for a big company of 100 employees or more, this is what they're going to do. While initially reluctant to issue mandates, the president's aggressive new plan requires vaccinations for 17 million health care workers at hospitals and other sites that receive Medicare or Medicaid funding. President Biden's now pressuring private companies too, directing the Labor Department to require businesses with 100 or more employees ensure their workers are fully vaccinated or provide a negative test each week. A move the White House estimates will impact 80 million Americans. Companies that do not comply could face fines. The White House anticipating lawsuits. We're going to protect vaccinated workers from unvaccinated co-workers. How about the vaccines protecting the vaccinated? No, no, Biden, it it doesn't do that. Oh, well, we got to protect the vaccinated people from the unvaccinated people. It's like, what's the point of your stupid vaccine? The vaccinated workers from the unvaccinated co-workers. You know, if you aren't seeing Mm -hmm. the the purposeful conquer and divide that's happening here, the division that's being the wedge Mm -hmm. that's being driven between people in society right now, the blatant attack on anybody who might be considered unvaccinated. Mm -hmm. Uh, If you can't see it now, you're blind. We alluded to this fact months ago. Now, for some reason, it's, it's, he's hit the wall, the breaking point for Joe Biden, I guess. Mm -hmm. And he's just going, Hey, look, you know, here's what we're going to do. We're going to protect you from your coworker. So now, I mean, what does that mean? That means now the the the, the vaccinated person is going to now, because Joe Biden said so, mm-hmm. going to give the his coworker the side eye, right? Well, this this is the uh, denigration, the dehumanization of a significant percentage of our population. And uh, super, I don't know if you can find the number or the estimates of percentages of Black folks in America that are not getting the jab. 
because it's larger as a group of people if we look at it that way than any other group you know other than we've talked about se- you know segregating people out in terms of uh, discussion and numbers and percentages e phds for instance are the PhDs going to suddenly acquiesce and go, oh, okay, well, you know, even though I know the science isn't there, it's stupid, but I'm going to go and get the shot because I want to keep PhDing. But what about that community? Does Joe Biden hate black people? It's a fair question. If percentage-wise of all the groups, not that I'm into grouping people, but for the points of this discussion, it may be important to share with you a community or a culture and their view on pharmaceutical, government, medical practices, experimentation, mandates. And if we look at the percentage of of a community in America, then we would have to say that Joe Biden is targeting black people over everyone else for elimination of their jobs, to damage their ability to interact with the economy because they don't want to be human experiments. Is there any any percentage numbers that you can come up with there that's uh, obvious? I am working. I found a graph here that shows it by state, but I'm not seeing not yet anyway. Okay. And overall, percent of white people. Are maybe <laughs> maybe somebody in the uh, chat room or the uh, would know of that percentage of, or have heard of something that can link to it. I know uh, it's somewhere. Yeah, but uh, you know, look, it, it's not it's not even really tongue in cheek on a sense because what do the Democrats want? They want everybody enslaved to government, white, black, red. It doesn't matter at this point, but if you have ancestry that were actually slaves and now you're looking at this and going, wait a second, Biden is going to force me to accept medical treatment. I thought I own my body. We worked hard to abolish slavery, get beyond slavery, get beyond the racism that existed then so that I could have self autonomy. What happened to my body, my choice? Did you see that Pisaki, the spokesperson for uh, Biden? You know, it's like they came out with this and then somebody yelled at her. What about whatever happened to my body, my choice? And she just walked away immediately. She left the podium and left and just said, oh, I I don't want to touch that. My body, my choice. So what is the Kaiser Family Foundation? Uh, They're saying that uh, percentage of people who had received at least one dose of the COVID-19 jab was 50% for whites and 40% for Hispanics and 40% for blacks. So, so that means 60% of Hispanics and blacks, and they have largely been enslaved through trickery. And this deception and trickery happens for everybody. So I'm not picking on any minority. I'm just acknowledging that percentage wise, they have been in the bag for the Democrats for a long time. And now you have the, a majority of black folks and Hispanics that don't want the jab, that haven't gotten the jab. And now Biden is targeting them percentage wise more intensely than white folks. Shouldn't that be something that the NAACP would be up in arms about? The ACLU and other. No, the ACLU has said that mandating the jab is good for civil liberties. Well, screw civil liberties. How about human rights? The right of self-autonomy, the right of self-determination, the right to defend your body and your life and your children's as prescribed by God. And that government is violating those rights. And our government in the United States was established to protect those rights, not to run roughshod over them. So 
Where are the minorities that are the majority, if you will, percentage-wise, of not getting the jab in response to Biden? Do we do we have any spokespeople for any of these groups trying to say, hey, this is this is outrageous? We can't be the only ones pointing this out. To say it's outrageous is an understatement, in fact. I mean, it's a it's an assault and attack on your body and your choice. Yes, it is about freedom and personal choice, Biden. I want to skip the next clip because it's just about TSA. He's saying we want to make the uh, fines higher if you don't wear the mask on the planes. But let's bring Fauci into this mix with clip, clip number five. And talking about the noncompliance, noncompliance. It's like, why should we be compliant with the liar in chief and the liar at NIAID, Fauci? What are they willing to do to make us willing to do what they want? us to do <laughs> what are they willing to do oh just about anything listen to fauci in this clip and just a short time ago i asked dr anthony fauci about the president's sweeping new requirements there are a number of people for one reason or other who just do not want to comply and get vaccinated we've got to get them vaccinated and hopefully they will do it willingly if not there will have to be things that will essentially put pressure on them such as you're not going to work in this particular agency or institution. You're not going to be able to go to this college or this university unless, in fact, you get vaccinated. And I believe that once we start doing that, you will see more and more people willingly get vaccinated. What? what, what? <laughs> aye, 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 aye. Wait, if we if we threaten them, if we coerce them, if we put them under duress, then they're they will suddenly willingly, do willingly get the jab that they're obstinate and it's frustrating Fauci and other <laughs> what is that I mean are we living in the time of Orwell well I I guess yeah, I don't know somebody who makes a statement like that it almost it makes me think that there's like even something more possibly sinister that they've got in the pipeline mm-hmm uh, because and for I you mean, to if, say that super Don, that understand. Well, but I'm just, I'm trying to think of the psychological part of this because okay. I, I mean, what's next if, if, uh, telling somebody they can't, and I'm, I'm, I think he's being a little bit disingenuous because little? if you, if you, if you listen to what it is that Biden had to say, it wasn't just university mm-hmm. or agency. He is pushing for, if he could have his way, he would have every employer in the United States, period, across the board, right. mandating this thing. Now, he's gone as far as saying companies that have 100 or more employees. Okay, so the mom and pops, I guess, may be out of the, the, off the hook yeah. in the situation. But, you know, majority of mid-sized you know, businesses are going to have a hundred employees or more. Yeah. It doesn't take a uh, huge business to reach a hundred so employees. We're not talking about just, you can't work for the department of energy mm-hmm. and you can't go to Harvard. Okay. Mm-hmm. You know, we're talking about something much bigger than that. And in fact, if, if I remember the, the number correctly in the clip we played, it was 80 million. It would affect 80 million people. Well, that just happens to be the number of people that he says that haven't gotten the vaccine. Right. Yeah. What a coincidence. But if, if, Fauci is going to say, well, you know, if, if uh, you know. Uh... Nope, I lost Super D. I don't know what happened there. Uh, you know, speaking of what Fauci. Sorry, what if Super they don't? D. What's next? So there you're back. Okay. Um, speaking of uh, Fauci. It's not good enough that adults aren't getting it. 
we want to mandate it for all kids 12 and up. Let's do what the LA Unified School District has apparently done because because we should, because we can, because kids shouldn't have choice over their body or parents shouldn't have choices over what goes into their children's bodies. Go ahead. Los Angeles schools are talking about requiring vaccines for children 12 and up. Is that a a model you think would be useful for other schools around the country? Uh, Lester, I do. I I do believe that that's the case. And this is not anything new. We have requirements for vaccination for a number of other diseases in the school system. So it would not be a unique situation to have requirements of children 12 years old and older to have the vaccination for COVID-19. Well, and the point is, if they're willing to coerce you and do this against your will and call it willingly, like Fauci referred to, What are they not willing to do to your children, as we pointed out? If you talk about a turning point or a crossroads in America, it's just right out in the open. That's my point today. What was subtle and what many people could pretend not to see or call us names because we pointed out where this is going, slippery slope or whatever. Now the people who don't acknowledge this are the tinfoil hat conspiracy theorists going, there's no conspiracy here. They're not going to do it. Oh, it'll just be one shot. Oh, eight, two, wait, oh, three. Hey, what, what are you worried about? They're only out to protect you. They're going to help you with every injection, with every mandate, with every additional injection. Your body, your choice, gone. It's not about freedom. It's not about personal choice. Absolutely it is as you're taking it away or calling it freedom and personal choice when they coerce you and make your life a living hell if they, in their minds, because you can't work anywhere, that then you'll, uh, you'll be willing to get the shot, Super Don. It's now it's free will. It's personal choice. It's back. We've given you your freedom back by making you know it impossible. Gonna, you, you know it's going to happen. They're going to do the same thing that happened with Obamacare. You remember that? Mm-hmm. Uh, back in the day when uh, they, they put it where if you don't get Obamacare, we're going to fine you, right? Mm-hmm. You got to pay $800 if you don't get Obamacare. So a bunch of people just signed up because they knew that they were going to get fined if they didn't do it. And yeah. then a month later, they looked at the numbers and said, hey, look, look, everybody got Obamacare. Oh, people love Obamacare now. See this? Look at the numbers. All kinds of people signed up and stuff. And it's just like, no, you put a gun to their head. What do you expect them to do? Yeah. And so this is the same thing I, I anticipate is going to happen. We'll make the prediction right now that what's going to happen is he's going to put the screws to everybody and you can't go to the store. You can't go watch a movie. You can't get on a plane. You can't get a job. You can't step outside unless you have gotten a vaccine and then they're going to go look you know uh, it'll be it'll be like the end of the of his of his term look at what i did people got vaccinated and our vaccination campaign was was highly successful and i you know mm-hmm. when in reality people are going to go out and get the shot because you they're basically being painted into a corner okay i might be wrong on this super d but I don't think it's going to happen that same way. I think, yes, as we've talked about, a small percentage are able to be peeled off based on coercion and threats. Well, like let's look at it this way. There were, yeah. we, I think we, had, we were working with about 30%. Yeah. Maybe like a month ago. Right. Now they're claiming 25%. Now they're saying 25. Mm-hmm. Yeah. So what do you think it's going to go down to? Maybe 20. 20, you think? Maybe, okay. yeah. Right. Yeah, because this is, this is a different level of coercion and different response or different mandate. It's one thing to put you know, all right, I'll sign up for Obamacare. It may cost you a few bucks. It's another thing to say, well, okay, I'll just turn my body over to you. 
It's different this time. Now, I may be hopelessly uh, uh, naive. I don't think so. It's just be, it's become more and more personal, more and more. They have separated and, and drew the line in the sand and then crossed it over. They keep moving the line or just crossing over it and going, OK, we're going to get away with it. We're going to get it. We're going to keep because obviously no. But now they're hitting the point where they will not be able to get away with it without significant pushback. I'm not urging violent responses, but I believe they are engaged in violent rhetoric. The things that if a Republican said it, Democrats would be losing their minds dehumanizing us and again black people white people hispanic people asian people anybody phds anybody and doctors and nurses and pilots and flight attendants and firemen and policemen all ready to walk away i've heard rumors of you know a walkout a massive walkout on these jobs two days three days at a certain point you've got to realize what's at stake it's not as as simple as saying well i won't be able to pay my bills or eat we're talking about the wholesale breakdown of civilized society based on the claimed ownership of all life by the pharmaceutical church which has captured the united states of america it's government it's de facto government if you will it's it's already it's done it in canada new zealand australia much of the western world and western europe already under the throes of an occupation an absolute occupation unlike a foreign standing army occupying a nation It's a pharmaceutical church that has occupied the nation. Why else would they deny any any doctor and acknowledge their success in treating whatever you believe COVID is via means of cheap generic drugs and sometimes integrative supplements and minerals? That should be applauded and lauded. My gosh, we can get out of this mess today because this thing is 100% treatable and no one has to die. You don't think people are waking up and saying, oh, yeah, I've seen it now. I've heard it or I've experienced it now. And the Biden administration claiming that the only way out of this mess is to force the 25 percent that are reluctant or obstinate or you're frustrated, Biden. Really? Is it you or your puppet masters? Why? Oh, why can't everybody just comply? Well, we'll get them to willingly take the shot. You watch us. We'll make it so that they can't work. They can't travel. They can't enjoy life. Folks, I'm telling you, the investment in what's become a captured government and captured agencies has inevitably led to its own demise. It's delegitimized. You don't have to participate. You don't. And it's a tough one. I've said this over the years. It's like, eventually, you're going to come to that same conclusion that I came to a long time ago. Because what else is there? Are you going to go in and correct it from within? Do you have the ability to do that? Does anybody? Or do you make that existing system so obsolete that nobody's looking at it with any air of legitimacy and they just start gravitating toward things that work? Natural medicine, integrative medicine, homeopathic, other things. And just create a whole new society built up and based on freedom, which is what the intent of our founders was all those years ago, centuries now. We have a great new day in America. There is no longer the veiled, uh, let's say, secrecy, the hidden plot, the conspiracy theory rumors about a new world order takeover of government. They're actually using the language overtly in Australia. Under this new world order, 
You are monitored 24-7. You can't leave unless you get your jab or get tested or both. And now, of course, with Biden's so-called executive orders, it, do- it doesn't matter if you think, well, I'll get tested and show them. No, that's out of the window, too, if you let them get away with it. Did you add Jonathan Emord's response to uh, the Biden thing? Yeah, okay, let me get to uh, the show notes so y'all can see this. Our buddy Jonathan, who's on you know, once a week, he has it uh, right here linked up. I'm going to open it in a new tab and just bring it up for everybody to see. The medical police state is here. Biden administration order mandating vaccination of federal employees and contractors. Now, Jonathan Emord has been battling the oligarchy, the... Uh, the bureaucratic oligarchy, the executive branch, judiciary, and uh, legislative branch all rolled into one in things like FDA, FCC, FTC, and then we can go to uh, other agencies, CDC, other things that exist beyond voting. And he put together a perspective on the violations of what Biden is doing right now. This is, again, one level of battle back, and Biden admits there are going to be tons of lawsuits. And Jonathan brings up the equal protection component of the Fifth Amendment as a very viable pushback relating to uh, federal laws under the Americans with Disabilities Act, the Civil Rights Act of 64, the Rehabilitation Act. Then he brings up, as you know, our friend Michael Bolden and the Tenth Amendment Center, the Tenth Amendment to the Constitution under Jacobson versus Massachusetts and uh, Zook versus King. The power to compel vaccination is a police power reserved to the states, not the feds. And even that, you know, we, we need to adjudicate that out because it's been used and abused so much. There's also the anti-commandeering doctrine under New York versus the United States and Prince versus United States, 1992 and 1997, respectively. And on the state level, the people and the people of the several states can push back by not participating, letting the feds just try to implement this. Of course, some of the threats are about if you're getting privileges or benefits from the government, government, which means it's really coming from your fellow taxpayer or taxpayers not yet born if they continue this, this uh, charade. You get to that point and you recognize that the money that they give you is not worth it because it's enslaving you to mandates, compelling you to violate your conscience to become willing co-conspirators just by your participation, even though you are unwilling to a certain point, unless life becomes too difficult because of what they did. What Biden has done is also violating the separation of powers doctrine and statutory, uh, let's say, uh, limitations in Title V of the Rehabilitation Act incorporating Title I of the Americans with Disabilities Act and Title VII of the Civil Rights Act of 1964. If you're immunocompromised, No, it doesn't matter. Violating things right, left, center, up, down, inside out. That's Again, this is just one perspective that Jonathan Emore put out. There are many others. And I know Jonathan and others are trying to fight to salvage the system that exists, Super Don. I don't know if it's salvageable. I'll just be honest with you. I'd, I'd super D, I just don't know. And if I knew, I would tell you. I don't know what the future holds, but it's it's about choices. The choices they want to take away from us. The freedom that they want to trample on. And so here's the question. Mm-hmm. What, what is it that's, that's making it uh, difficult for you to predict? Well, it's the unpredictability of how much the American people will tolerate before they rebel and say no more. Right. Right. 
And, and it's been it's stunning. It's hard to say. It's, it's hard been, to say. It's like, yeah. and, and it's funny that you and I are kind of like we're we're, we're not on the exactly on the same page as far as that goes. Mm-hmm. I uh, whatever. I guess I have a little bit less optimism in the situation, um, and I hope I'm wrong. Yeah. Um, I mean, I, there's there's some some people are going to go hell no. Mm-hmm. Is there enough? I don't know. Well, you're you're if you were a betting man, you're not betting on the American people. I'm not. I'm not at this point, and and I, you know, whatever. I mean, that's a whole other conversation. But uh, well, I think I that's the important one. Gonna, the important yeah. one to come to is not about whether we get Biden out or Kamala Harris out or the Democrats out. It's about the American people seeing through what's transpired, recognizing the the Republicans have been largely complicit in the growth of the the police state. You mentioned 9/11 20 years ago, that set the stage for. A Republican-led, yes, Democrat cooperation, emergence of a, a more intense police state, uh, uh, you know, surveillance state that is not has not backed down, even with Republican presidents since then that have seen through some of this stuff. So my appeal is to the maturation, if you can call it, of the electorate to once again, maybe for the first time, recognize what our founders warned us about. That if you don't constrain the government, bind them down with the change of the Constitution, then, as Benjamin Rush said, there will be a time when government will and medicine will organize well, into an undercover dictatorship that is now out in the open. You have a president of the United States, Superdon, saying, we're going to get you. We're going to make you, and we're going to call it freedom. It couldn't be more obvious, could it? Could it? I mean, what, what would he have to say at this point? To, to convince those on the fence that your personal autonomy, your life is, is owned by them or their perception is that they own you. They own your body. They own your kid's body. How much more do they have to say to make it obvious is the question. And so I'm betting on not all the American people, but that there is an emergence. There's an awakening. There's a consciousness shift born of what difficulty born of discomfort born of anger and depression and frustration that it's not everybody that wakes up. It's not everybody that's that, that woke up and said, we want to, we want to uh, dis, you know, just dissociate from the crown of England and start a new country. It was a small percentage folks. You don't need everybody. The tireless, irate minority. And that includes people of all backgrounds, ethnicities, religious views, etc., come together and recognize the enemy of freedom is and always will be and has been government. Constrain the government and there will be freedom, right? Government fears you, there's liberty. If you fear the government, there's tyranny. Stop being afraid, folks. It is fear that is doing this to us. It is our participation in that fear is allowing this to even exist at all. And fear is their only weapon ultimately. Everything else kind of descends from fear or ascends from fear. If you're no longer afraid, they can no longer coerce you, intimidate you, mandate you. But fear, that is what they have. And that is all they have. And it's been very powerful and very effective in leading us down this dark path so that we would make the choice that Biden wants to deny us. The personal choice, the freedom that he says, this is not about that. What do you think the devil's going to tell you when he takes away your freedom? This is not about freedom and personal choice. 
Could it be any clearer? That's why I said all subtlety is lost. It's gone. They don't, they don't feel like they need to be, or they're so desperate to do this fast because they know you're waking up to this and you're on to them that they've thrown all caution to the wind and they say, look, I think we can run roughshod over them. We've got enough in our camp and we're going to make the people that have gotten the jab hate and fear the people who haven't. They'll be, up, they'll be with us no matter what we do now. Instituting vaccine passports, instituting limitations, as you said, Super Don, to go out to restaurants, even to movie theaters, to sporting events. Well, funny enough, last night, I don't know if you saw any of the Tampa Bay versus uh, Dallas Cowboys. I did not. Sold no. out Raymond James Stadium in Tampa. Very few masks that I could see in a, a crowd of, what, 70,000 people. Did they, Were they people that had to be vaccinated, though, to get in? No. No, really? Nope. Didn't have to show uh, passports. Wow. Didn't have to show proof of negative status. Okay. So there you got another visual is like, well, is there going to be a mass death event in Tampa? And the Dallas Cowboy fans going back to Dallas? Folks, it's going to become obvious, more obvious by the day, that the harm that is coming to people is by the Biden administration and those who support these efforts to mandate injections of an experimental variety. And even as he says, we're going to mandate it and you have to get your shot by this date, where is the comorbidity, comorbidity shot that supposedly was approved by FDA? It's nowhere to be found. Does he anticipate it'll be shipped by then? Is ASIP meeting and going to put it on the uh, recommended childhood schedule by then? Has it been approved for teenagers already, 12-year-olds and up? And where is that shot? Oh, it's the same thing as the EUA shot? Oh, there are lawsuits flying already. As you know, Children's Health Defense has pointed that out. How many violations of federal law have they done? It doesn't matter. They're going to do it. The question is, will we hold their feet to the fire and say, no, you cannot. We will not comply. We will not go down on this ship with you we will abandon this ship and we will recreate a new ship if we have to but we're not going down with the globalists the new world odor eaters the pharmaceutical church i am not a card carrying member i am not a casual member i do not worship at the church of pharmaceutical mysticism look in the mirror and find out if you do because that's our descent to pharmaceutical hell to pharmacia to sorcery is that part of your dogma and your belief in your church synagogue temple or mosque I ask sincerely because that's what they got you on. Six days a week, one day of the week, you, you pay lip service to God in spirit. I know I risk being very, uh, making people very angry with me by saying that, but I'm just very direct about this. Do you listen to spirit to guide you or do you listen to the voice of demons? Co-conspirators in the diminishment of your divinity, the denial of your divinity, the denial of your godliness created in God's image. Oh, no, 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 no. Not unless we inject you. Then you're worthy again. That's what we're dealing with. Anyway, wow, what an hour so far, huh? Look at what we've done. What's that song? Look what you made me do. <laughs> <laughs> oh, my gosh. All right, so that was uh, there. We've got, uh, let's see, strolling down, strolling down. Oh, interestingly enough, there are people that are acknowledging what we're saying here. You know, we talk about analysis. Biden's war on the virus became becomes a war on the unvaccinated. Again, that's stunning. Medical Express is reporting that. And then we have the Biden plan requiring two thirds of the American workforce to either get jabbed or weekly COVID test until they deny you the test because the tests are crap. And then we got Bobby Kennedy, Robert F. Kennedy, Jr., RFK, Jr. Dudes, he's rocking this thing, man. I'm telling you, this guy has gotten better and better and better. The more I've observed from initial concerns for his uh, perspectives on these things. Headline says induced COVID-19 fears could result in complete obliteration of critical thinking. Right. Fear makes you stupid. 
All of these mechanics appear to be deliberately manipulated to put our population in a state of fear, Kennedy said at a conference hosted by the Ron Paul Institute. Bobby Kennedy says a society in fear. He warned that a society in fear due to the COVID-19, I call it scamdemic, pandemic, could result in the complete obliteration of critical thinking. And of course, we've been talking about that for how long? <laughs> how long? And how many people are going to have to suffer before critical thinking skills come back in play because we're no longer afraid except of our ignorance and we wake up and see through this. Kennedy points out that there is no pandemic exemption in the U.S. Constitution. He pointed out that government officials ordered churches closed across the country but allowed liquor stores to remain open as essential businesses. Yeah. A little irony there, huh? There's no protection of liquor stores in the United States Constitution, but there is a protection of churches, and they abolish religious exemptions. What did I say? The rule of necessity, emergency, knows no law or limitation. And he ends with this statement. This, this shows me his, uh, his complete, I, I don't know. I mean, I didn't know Bobby Kennedy before he started coming out talking about the vaccine and mercury and other issues. He says they got rid of property rights. And if you've learned anything from this show and others that we featured on this show, property rights are the basis on which all rights are derived. Michael Badnarik has talked about that. Ron Paul has talked about that. Many others over the years are doing this show. If you, if you have no property rights, then you have no rights because it all stems from that. Either you own yourself, your body, or somebody else claims ownership to it, and therefore you don't have rights, you have privileges based on your behavior. Isn't that what Biden is instituting overtly now? Based on your behavior, we'll give you some freedom. But that could change because you acquiesced to the two shots. We said now it's three, but now it's actually four. And what, at what point do you go, wait a second. You mean the passport, the vaccine passport wasn't about freedom? No, it's about enslavement. I've said it. I'm saying it again. The vaccine passports, all this course is about enslaving you, your bodies, your children's bodies to a pharmaceutical death cult. There, I've said it. That is exactly what we're witnessing now. 20 years out from 9-11, there's another story here on a, a sort of different topic, and I want to bring this in before the end of the hour. Toxic exposures triggering cancer battles 20 years later. And uh, apparently not, uh, many of these victims of 9-11 are unaware of their eligibility for health care and compensation, apparently, due to the exposure of toxic debris. Now, I remember early on we were covering this because some groups were actually promoting the use of uh, sauna te te uh, technologies, therapies, to sweat the toxins out, the heavy metals out. And... You know, there have been a lot of healthcare providers we've talked with over the years that help people that were harmed, intoxicated, poisoned by what happened at 9-11, the buildings coming down and all the toxic airborne that occurred. And now 20 years later, we're seeing more cancers in those people. Current federal figures note that 23,710 program members in this uh, initial phase of uh, protection or help including responders and survivors with at least one cancer. And by 2020, members had 50,000, over 50,000 non-cancer World Trade Center-related certifications to be part of the program of help or compensation in some way, shape, or form. It's not something we've done a lot of discussion on, but yeah, 20 years out now, suddenly they go, oh yeah, what about those folks that got hammered by toxic poisons 
Now, the question is, are they going to be corralled in? Are they being corralled only into chemotherapy, radiation, and surgery? Because we know that's the established religion of America. Oncology is one denomination in the church of pharmaceutical mysticism. And try to stray outside of that for cancer, you'll find out how fast the FDA or FTC will come after you. They attack us because we believe in detoxification of the liver, for instance. We say, that's not scientific. Really? I don't know what science is if not recognizing that your liver's primary responsibility is to detoxify metabolic and or environmental waste from your body. And if you deny that, to say you're anti-science is an understatement. Just astonishing. Just astonishing. Detox. Selenium. Detox. Homeopathically. Clinical homeopathy. Drainage remedies. Detox, herbs, dandelion, milk thistle. For those of you that supplement with selenium, you know that's the key to convert glutathione into glutathione peroxidase for more efficient detoxification of all cells, much less your liver. What are the one of the, the signs that your liver is congested? How about a migraine? Check this out. Medical Express is acknowledging that a high-quality diet is tied to lower migraine frequency and severity. Superdon suffered from migraines, significant migraines over the years here together, and we would witness that. It was just brutal to watch. And then he got on the cardio miracle and then looked back months later and said, oh, my gosh, I'm not, I think I had one little mild issue since then. Why? Because that's part of, if it's not an overt dietary shift, Superdon, it's a, it's a supplemental shift to get certain things in your body that you didn't have before. Which could be considered dietary. So, Correct. I mean, it, it's, uh, Correct. Yeah, it's been over a year now. Yeah. In fact, it's been so May, June, July, August, September, mm-hmm. about a year and four months. And, uh, I think I've had a total of two mm-hmm. in, a, in, a, in a, which it went from, uh, once a week mm-hmm. to two and over a year. Over the course of time that we've been together, 15, 16 or more years now. Yeah. How would you say your diet has shifted from the time we met to how you live today as a family, as your wife? And, you know, with I know your kids are grown and you got grandkids, but how yeah. would you say it has shifted over those years? It's definitely better. Oh, yeah. A hundred percent better. Yeah. Um, a lot more cooking, you know, mm-hmm. <laughs> consciousness of, uh, of of what it is that we're eating. Choice uh, of ingredients of quality. And, and the uh, supplementation side of it, too. Yeah. yeah. And, you know, listen. Folks, the things we talk about here, I don't tell you what to do, but I give you insight based on my experience as well. And Super Don has come from a completely not a health-focused life. That just wasn't your focus. And part of what we do, of course, is all about the health, even though we talk about so many things. And the impact that, and I say that I've had, I don't look at it that way as a personal badge of honor, except that. You know, I've been fortunate enough, weirdly enough, to suffer at early years, my first 24 years of life with chronic illnesses, so that I would wake up to be able to recognize and apply the things that I, I would learn eventually to help others that are waking up when they wake up. And everybody's different. Everybody's different as far as when they awaken. But I'm just honored to be able to be here with you to help on that journey. And that journey is rooted in freedom and choice. <laughs> the very thing, the overt the de facto United States and its leaders, so so-called puppet leaders, are taking away if you let them. If you let them, what kind of government hath you wrought, Benjamin Franklin? A Republican form, if you can keep it. 
Again, not Republican Party, Democrat Party. A Republican form is a very specific definition. And the Constitution and the Constitution of the several states guarantees a Republican form of government. So all y'all trying to push on democracy and socialism and communism and even capitalism, that's not the form of government we have, but free market. Rooted in the free market, the people get to decide. People, if you call it collectively or as a group, get to decide because, you know, one person, 10 people, 100 people, 1,000 people decide to buy or not buy. That impacts the marketplace. They don't like what you're selling. You go on, you go under or you switch and try to make something that, that people want, but not in a government controlled top down planned economy in those other isms or crony capitalism where they are winners and losers chosen not by the people, but by the government and the industries that have purchased and bought favor, curried favor and captured the government and its agencies. By the way, Super D, I see that uh, Nate, our, our two guests from Trinity, is trying to connect. I'm still not seeing any visual yeah, on no, him. I'm shooting him a message now. Okay. Hopefully, it'll activate the camera and we can get him on because there's a lot of cool stuff that Trinity's doing. And uh, while we're here on this uh, almost top of the hour break, let me just go back in and say thanks to our friends at <sighs> Nutritional Frontiers. My gosh, I'm so grateful for our friends there, our friendship with them and Jamie Dorley and the crew. And if you click on the banner, you'll find the Nutritional Frontiers website for the CBD that we utilize here, certified organic, U.S. grown, cbdnf.com. The code RSB15 gets you 15% off every day, every day. Full spectrum hemp extract oils, topical, transdermal, been amazing, amazing addition to our family and to my life as well. From the full spectrum oils, and also the hemp extracts that you can take in capsulated forms and the CBD drop gummies. Absolutely, absolutely amazing. The options that you have. And please, please avail yourself of all the wondrous support that we get from good companies like that who are not going to implement mandatory experiments to be working for them, who are going to be part of the American people that stand up against the overt tyranny of what's manifested in now the Biden administration, but has preexisted it through the oligarchy, as Jonathan E. Mort has warned us, and he'll be featured at the Health Freedom Expo. You'll want to be there for that. That's going to be October 2nd and 3rd. Oh, we'll give you more insight into that. We've got uh, uh, Nathan Coles joining us in just a moment. I thank you for being here. Please tell your friends the place for health, freedom, and healing liberty is right here on the Robert Scott Bell Show, where I remind you simply that the power to heal is yours. Hey, Certified Hydro Bro here. Did you know that the global carbonated beverage industry is worth almost $400 billion? Nearly everyone in the world drinks soda. The average American will consume 38.7 gallons of soda a year. But despite being an extremely popular beverage, it's actually one of the worst things in the world that you can drink. In 1767, an Englishman named Joseph Priestley invented a way to infuse carbon dioxide into water, thus inventing carbonated water, and the soda was born, which funnily enough started as a medicine sold in pharmacies, but flavoring was added along with syrup and sugar. Lots and lots and lots of sugar. 
Think about it like this. In one can of soda, there's about 40 grams of sugar. Since the average American consumes 38.7 gallons of soda a year, that's approximately 16,512 grams or 36.4 pounds of sugar. That's the same amount of sugar that's in 2,358 fun-sized Snicker bars or about 137 boxes of donuts. Now, I don't have to tell you, but too much sugar is horrible for your health. Sugar causes obesity, diabetes, and heart disease. The sugar that's contained in soda is primarily fructose. Fructose can cause the body to develop a resistance to leptin, which means simply that the body doesn't know when to stop eating. Soda is also oftentimes high in calories, and with soda being a liquid, it makes it extremely easy to transport a high number of calories and high quantity of sugar in each gulp. An instant portal of sugar into your stomach, if you will. In addition to obesity, there's also the issue of diabetes. Studies have shown that people who regularly drink soda and other sugary beverages have a 25% greater risk of developing type 2 diabetes. Worst of all is heart disease. 23% of all deaths in the world are caused by heart disease. Eating too much sugar will lead to chronic inflammation and higher blood pressure. The more sugar you consume, the higher risk you have for heart disease. Now, if only there was a perfect drink to keep us healthy. Oh, oh wait, there is. Water, an elixir from the gods. Even better is echo antioxidant water from Synergy Science, which increases your ability to fight off oxidative stress and inflammation. So ditch the can poison and all aboard the Agua Train. Destination, immortality. Uh, well, not really, but the closest you'll ever get. So let's raise a glass and hydrate, mate. Subscribe and learn all about water and how to get the best water on the planet. Robert Scott the Bell Robert Show. Scott Bell Show. All right, thanks for being here. We got a whole other hour of broadcast healing to go. Uh, we've got some good stuff to talk about, some positive stuff, some empowering things to talk about in the midst of all of this nonsense that uh, seems to be keeping us in fear, keeping us divided, separated, segregated, and that's the only way they can succeed. If you live in that fear, that's on you. Don't tell me it's the fault of Biden that you're afraid. No, you're afraid because you have put engaged in giving so much power to these artificial realities and these artificial people like Biden. That that fear was co-created by you, even though you say, oh, it's their fault. They're making me afraid. No, no, no. You're engaging in the fear. You guys can step it up. And I know if you're here on the Robert Scott Bell show regularly, you're stepping up and outside of the fear. I'm not saying that you can never be afraid that I look, I'm human, too. You can wake up and go, oh, but dude, I'm scared of, I'm just saying when you get connected and reconnected to your source of existence, there is nothing to fear. There's no reason to fear. There's some great events coming up. I mentioned the health freedom expo uh, coming up. If you uh, link to uh, in the show notes at robertscottbell.com this hour, you can go to Trinity school of natural health. I've got a banner up there and learn about all their amazing programs. We've got Nathan Coles joining us from Trinity in just a moment. I'm going to click on the Trinity school 
uh, website there. You'll see every four weeks they start up a new round of classes. And we've been talking about the need to go into business for yourself. I'll talk to Nathan about that because I think Trinity is facilitating a great pathway out of this mess, a really important one. Not, all, not the least of which is about your health, but in a way to help others too. And so if we do that or if we go to Trinity, I'd say TrinityHealthFreedomExpo.com, and then you'll see that we, as of today, are 21 days out. Live show today on the 10th of September, 2021. Scroll down. You can see the event details. You can attend. You can still exhibit. There's still a few slots left. We'll have a table there interviewing, broadcasting, doing all kinds of cool stuff. And look at this. I mean, it's very inexpensive to reach people that love health, freedom, and healing liberty. And the, the speakers are amazing. Let's see if I can get the speakers here. Here, 2021 speakers. Look at this. I'm going to show everybody this. There's, there's just amazing folks, some of which I've known for years. And again, Dr. Brian Hooker, Diane Miller. I can't mention everybody, but you know, there's some. Judy Mikovic, she's going to be on the health freedom panel. Dr. Sherry Tenpenny is going to be there, another hero. Todd Frisch is a cool guy. I want to feature on the show, hopefully, before we get there. I'm just looking. Jonathan Emort, of course. Just amazing. Again, I, I don't. I, I, Morley Robbins, our buddy Morley, is going to be there. Paul Bertero is going to be there speaking. Tracy Straub, Ty and Charlene Bollinger, Scott McKay. You got to be there, folks. Find a way. October 2nd and 3rd, we got to get together. And one of the ways we strengthen each other is by coming together gathering together now upcoming events there's a tab at robertscottbell.com gives you some of the online webinars you can attend for free and we have uh, a number of uh, of those ongoing kevin tuttle my buddy who started fans of rsb show on telegram has established a lecture that i'm going to be giving outside of madison wisconsin just before the health freedom expo september the 30th at 6 30 p.m central time at north 48 degrees i think it is and how do you say it, Super Don? We figured it out because it's not as many NOs. Oh, geez. It's a Oconomowoc. Oconomowoc. You nailed yes. it. Especially as people are giving me all kinds of grief for the way I say <laughs> words and what I say. It's coming up. But reclaiming your power, and you can click on that, and it'll take you to a ticket reseller or ticket seller, and we'd love to see you there. It's going to be amazing. And that's happening the 30th. That's a Thursday, right before the Health Freedom Expo that weekend, which is on a Saturday and a Sunday. And then, of course, we've got um, the Nashville, Tennessee event, October 22nd, 23rd, 24th, with Ty and Charlene Bolger, who will also be at the Health Freedom Expo. So there's amazing things happening in the midst of all the things that we go, oh, man, this is a bummer. Isn't this a bummer? And I don't want to be a killjoy at all. But we do have to cover and acknowledge things. And I'm trying to look at it, as you've heard in the first hour, in a positive light, Super D. I really believe this is another uh, layer of the turning point being manifested. When they come out a from hiding, you think, uh, is when they come out from the shadows and admit what they're doing, yes. now we're not the only ones saying it. And those that you say, think? oh, y'all are making up. No, we're not. Look, yeah. look what he said. There'll be a, a great awakening. Yeah. Yeah. And there are good, strong people out there that you want to be in the trenches with if you have to do battle on any level. Yeah, and one of those people is Nathan Coles from Trinity School of Natural Health. Nate, welcome back to the Robert Scott Thank Bell you. Show. Appreciate you. Thank you. Appreciate you. Appreciate right. everything you do. Well, thanks. I want to crank up your volume as much as I can here. It okay. looks like it's a little low. We were having some connection issues, so make sure you <laughs> enunciate and let it let it rip when we talk I today. Shall. So, 
Remind everybody about how you connected with Trinity and what you're doing with Trinity, and then we'll we'll roll into this. Okay, I'm a practicing chiropractor in North Carolina. I went to school with Lauren and Jason, who are also with Trinity, and uh, they were looking for um, a holistic fitness specialist program to add to uh, what they already have going on there, which is quite a lot, as you know, already. Um, and they brought me in to design that program and teach that program for them. So it's just a way to uh, to uh, kind of above and beyond a, a normal personal trainer program, more than just counting reps. Um, yeah. Get, dive a little more deeper into, um, you know, the word that they use a lot is biohacking, but, um, you know, true biohacking to, to use the, um, what God has given us inside our own bodies to, to, uh, make us stronger and healthier and in a more natural fashion. Exactly. Absolutely. And, you know, you as a, as a doctor of chiropractic understand vital force and body, mind, spirit connectivity. Which is, is sadly lacking, certainly in the education component of allopathic medicine, going back to Flexner Report or maybe even before. And, you know, I mentioned this idea of as Biden is claiming, if you're a, a company of 100 people or more, you, this is what you have to do. It's time to become your own business. Absolutely. And Trinity is a, a great, great uh, uh, way to get into that, especially people who are interested in this field, which right now, if, if, if you're not at least a little bit interested in uh learning about and uh you know helping others that you know with with natural health uh, foundations that there's no better time than now absolutely um I, i'm uh, I, i'm hoping that in the courts there's going to be some federal court that's going to uh, at the very least to offer some sort of an injunction into all this so that doesn't that these companies of 100 or more don't even have to worry about it but um there's no better time than now to, to uh, get into a small business start one for yourself yeah, I believe it, it makes you less vulnerable. I've talked Absolutely. about this vulnerabilities. Now, there are vulnerabilities that are obvious when we talk about health. You know, one of those vulnerabilities is a lack of movement, yeah. a lack of exercise, a lack of challenging your body. Mm-hmm. And I've said this, you can do everything right, eat right, sleep well, and you do nothing to move that physical body. Sure. That creates a huge vulnerability despite all the good that you are doing in other areas. Mm-hmm. Yeah, it's. I mean, the old adage, "move it or lose it." That's like, it's, it's 100 sure. It's so simple, but it's so true. I mean, we have people who come in that uh, you know are into the office that are severely overweight and really can't exercise at all. Um, you know, we we do some of the movement for them at first. We we do basic basic exercise with them, and at the very minimum, I've, you've seen the vibration plate technology. Mm-hmm. We'll get them on that, and it moves moves them for them while while they're just standing there. Get that lymphatic system moving. Get the oxygenation to the to the tissues through through increased blood flow. So whatever that we have to do to get any sort of little bit of movement um, from from standing on a vibration plate right. to developing into yoga tai chi and hit classes everything well and that's interesting you mentioned the vibration plate because it's technology almost replacing our need to do other things but at the same time maybe it's a step in the direction for some absolutely yeah yes Mm -hmm. a good way to get started and it's we've had people with uh fibromyalgia that it just uh you know nutrition is a huge component we want to treat with them too but as far as movement goes they can exercise some of them because it caused them so much pain to get them that and get everything moving uh and uh, get, get those lymphatics flowing is huge for them we've had huge results just within one week so, mm-hmm. so uh, how do how do you interact just simple, simple as a rebounder at home yeah exactly rebounding walking mm-hmm. vigorous walking a little bit mm-hmm. you don't even have to you know be a marathoner but a little bit of movement every day yeah. is so important 
in your interaction with the, some of the coursework for Trinity in the fitness level and, and different things, we talk about health coaches all the way up to CNHP, CHHP. Do you interact with folks that are students at Trinity ever? Uh, in person? I, just at the just at the summits right. um, in the, the classes. Uh, but uh, outside of that, I, I don't think I've had anyone in person outside of that. No, just I mean, through email communications, things like that. Um, but in the coursework and, and sometimes they have oh, the uh, different summits, as you pointed out. Yeah, sure. Yeah. And it's a good way to it. I love the software that they use. It's Canvas software. We can go in there. We can post. We can discuss uh, amongst the students, between me and the students. And uh, it's, a, it's a great give and take because, I mean, these students, a lot of them are, are very accomplished in their own right and are able to uh, avail uh, the knowledge that they've collected and the stuff that they've, they've had work in, uh, in either in clinical practice or working with friends and family. It's, it's, it's a great, great bunch of people, absolutely. What would you say to the chiropractic community about Trinity? Because... You know, the doctors of chiropractic, even though the first two years is almost identical to medical school curriculum, mm -hmm. you know, all mm -hmm. the stuff they have to do, then it kind of it, it, it transcends it and moves a different direction. But sure. are there gaps in chiropractic training that could be met with Trinity oh, coursework? Sure. <laughs> yeah, absolutely. And like you said, that you know, the first couple of years are pretty much identical to medical school. Um, and after that is, you know, kind of clinical practice type stuff. But I mean, so much of this stuff that we we do in Trinity is not taught even in chiropractic school. I mean, the, you're not even close. So it's and, it, and like even in chiropractic school, the things that I'm using in practice now are not things that I learned in school. They're all post grad work. So mm -hmm. um, that's why I think we have so many people that are, are so accomplished in their own right taking these classes with Trinity because it's, there's so much out of the box stuff that's so. Uh, appropriate and success, successful in, in treating clients or patients in the office mm -hmm. um, that that Trinity uh, teaches us. Hey, Super Don, do you see what uh, Nate is wearing? What shirt he's wearing? Do you? I see part of it. I'm get. Don't. don't oh, yeah, oh, yeah, I knew. No, I knew what it was. It was you did. Punisher. Right. Punisher. Yeah, I've got one just like it. I'm like, are like, are you like su such a fitness buff that if, if anybody's not keeping up with you, you're punishing them? I mean, what is that's that right, all about? That's right. It's, it's no pain or no gain. <laughs> yeah. You got some intensity about you, Nate. I can tell. It's like, <laughs> yeah. It's like this morning when I went to uh, my training session, uh, you know, where they have uh, this young kid. He's like, I think 19 or 20 strong. And, you know, he's like just kicking my butt. Like, dude, yeah. you know, it's like, and I said to him after, I was like, man, I would not even come close to that level of intensity if I was left to my own accord, you know, just to work out. Right. It is sometimes Im important to have a coach, a trainer. And, and I think that's the point of going to Trinity is it, it kind of formalizes some of the education of interest that you have to go holistic and to have people that will help you along the way. Cause it's a, you know, it's a good, it's an interactive experience as well. There's opportunities to, uh, to work with folks that are graduates of it or people within the curricula, the teachers, that you can be helped to get the education you want that is not corrupted by any pharmaceutical drug money. That's important. That's why we can if, teach the if, real stuff. If there's one place that's not corrupted by pharmaceutical drug uh, company money, it's Trinity. Yeah. <laughs> Absolutely. Yes. Mm -hmm. Yeah. I, I try not to get too intense and pr pretty laid back, but, uh, you know, I try to keep that uh, social credit score up, so I got to behave. Yeah, I don't even know how to do that. I think I've long <laughs> flunked social credit scores. But, I bet yours is, is uh, not the highest. No, I think I think I will be denied <laughs> a lot of privileges. But then again, I'm not into privileges. I'm into rights and, a, and exerting them and teaching others to do the same. 
So once again, if we look at the Trinity website, go to trinityschool.org, trinityschool.org. Programs start every four weeks. There's a toll-free number, 800-428-0408, 800-428-0408, option two to talk to an enrollment specialist. And look at these uh, programs from Health Coach, uh, which is a shorter, like, eight-week, I think, scenario. And then it rolls into other things. You might go, well, now I got that. What else do I do? And it rolls right in beautifully into even the CNHP coursework and the CHHP, which, you know, obviously more intense as far as uh, what you're going to do with that. Here you have Certified Holistic Health Practitioners, CHHP now, Certified Traditional Naturopath. We got, again, I'm just going through these for everybody. Biblical Coach Program, Aromatherapy Specialist, Certified Flower Essence Specialist, Certified Holistic Fitness Specialist, which I know you're all all over that. Uh, They've got a focus point on Lyme, uh, focus point on now homeopathic specialists. You know, we need to connect with Des Bio Superdon. Put that on the list. Des Bio has, has partnered with uh, Trinity, and uh, we've got a, a vacancy in the homeopathic realm, and they do good work of, clinically. I like the them. best detox programs that you can get. Yeah. Through Des Bio. So we need to follow up on that. So that's new. Uh, let's urinology see. program. It's amazing stuff. I hadn't really done any of that until uh, I joined Trinity. That is fascinating. Yeah. Certified master herbalist, yes. certified nutritional consultant, certified zyto specialist, endocannabinoid professional. There it is. Master iridologist. We've talked about that. And people that are like medical doctors are saying, dude, that's an intense program. And, yeah, and I don't amazing, say amazing the correlations they can make with that. Yeah. And I don't say that to dissuade anybody. I mean, if you really want to learn solid, sound, grounded ways to interpret what the body is trying to communicate through the eyes, that's a, an astonishingly amazing program. So that's it. All right. Anything else? <laughs> There's a lot I want to do and talk about, but you know, we're all over the map now with the whole Biden thing. People, you can't help it. It's on your mind. Now it's yeah. obviously they've, they've kind of thrown down the gauntlet or slapped you with the glove to say, what are you going to do about it? Right. Mm-hmm. And the as you point, those are absolutely rolling in their graves. Yeah. And as you said, there will be many challenges on the state and federal level. But as I said, the idea is to make a choice to not prop up such an illegitimate regime that claims ownership over our bodies and our children's bodies. I mean, it's just not subtle. That's my point. Yeah. Uh, one worry we have in the office, I mean, I read the executive order and, you know, listened to or watched a couple articles or read a couple articles of people talking about it. And uh, for us, even in the office as chiropractors, it mentions if you're a company that takes Medicare, which we do, we contract with Medicare, which is the government. And so, I mean, if it comes down to it, I mean, I guess that we kiss that part of the practice goodbye, but it's, it's, it's well, and, and, and yeah, that's an important distinction you make there that when you accept a privilege or a benefit, it comes with strings and they change those mm-hmm. rules over time, yes. make it yes. more onerous, make it more ob- obviously and overtly an enslavement, a trap. Like we're giving you this. So you mm-hmm. got to do this. Oh, you thought that was it? No, no, no. We're going to add this to that. And then let's add this. And so eventually we will have to decouple from all government intervention inter- interaction as healthcare providers because they are providers or purveyors of not health but enslavement and disease and decay and degeneration because they've been captured by the allopathic industry as it manifests as pharmaceutical pharmacia and sorcery so insidious it's the whole boiling the frog it's it comes mm-hmm. on so slowly that they, they hope that people don't even notice. And so many people don't or don't yeah. care. I'm not sure which. So make them obsolete. 
by no yes. longer needing them, by no longer relying on them for all the things that they're snaring, ensnaring and trapping you with. You know how it happens. Uh, socialism doesn't happen overnight. No. You know, the, the visual that I've, I've referenced before, others have said, so how do you get a people to become willing slaves and capture them? You don't do it by rounding them up with force and violence. And now we're almost at that point because the other stuff's not working for the 25% or 30% of us that don't want the jab and other things. But they just say, here, here's some food free for you. No problem. You keep coming and you showing up, you show up, you show up. They build a fence on one side. You don't notice it. Yeah. The food's free. Keep coming, keep coming, keep coming. They build another side of the fence. Eh, I can still get in and out. The food's free. Keep coming. The third level, boom. They build a fourth level with a door. The door's open. Go in for your free food. Then they shut the door on you. It's and easy it when people time. round themselves up. Yeah, exactly. And that's, that's how they get you. Oh, this is free. <laughs> Didn't your mama tell you there ain't no such thing as a free no. lunch? Then grandma tell you that? I mean, yeah. we have lost our, 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 our connection to our roots and self-responsibility. That freedom is rooted in responsibility, not in enslavement, not in dependence. Independence, but not in dependence. My favorite book, Grown Up to Read, I've probably read 20 times. It was 1984, and it's, it was entertaining back then, but I, I can't. I never imagined how, how close to the truth that would become. Yeah. It was a playbook, as you will, uh, as no, to what is manifested absolutely. at this point. Sure. All right. So let's see what other Trinity announcements we have today. Again, the Trinity Health Freedom Expo is going on. You could still exhibit if you have a product or a service that you think any of us would dig and want. There's going to be an amazing array of people coming together. And all the more important, and Jonathan Emord, the rock star that he is on liberty and freedom, that he's going to be talking about this, you know it. And the whole history of how we got here as well. And to be able to connect with him and our health freedom panel and many other events that are occurring there. Uh, if you were on the fence about coming, my gosh, get off that fence, jump over the fence, whatever you got to do, get out of the corral and come on and join us at the health freedom expo. So timely. Those first three speakers are all speaking about the jab. Mm -hmm. Absolutely. And I'm working on uh, my, my talk, which will be more in depth about counteracting what is, has transpired to our physical bodies for one, because I need people to know that there are ways to address what has happened or what is predicted to happen. And uh, I will continue uh, my in-depth re reveal, if you will, of very specific things that people can do. I want to empower people with something they can do, actually take or do that will prevent disasters from ensuing that seem to be inevitable at this point, but maybe they're not. Yes. Yes. When will you be speaking? I don't know what time. I don't know. I haven't seen the schedule when, when uh, Julie has put me up uh, on uh, the schedule yet. So okay. I'll figure it out. But whatever it is, I'll be there for that. No problem. We'll do it. And otherwise, any other announcements about uh, any of the programs you're working with or anything for your personal, uh, if people want to work with you in some way directly? Um, directly would be just you lived in my town. But uh, absolutely recommend everyone go uh, on Trinity website or the trinity health freedom expo website to check that out but uh going back to the trinity website they just uh, click on that programs link and they're all listed there the instructors are awesome the administration are awesome julie's awesome um it's just a, a group of people that anyone would be lucky to work with and, and tons and tons of information that you'd have a hard time finding all together someplace else yep and there are even lectures on demand if you're new to this show i have one on clinical homeopathy 101 plus getting you started and there's so many good programs that are just, you know, if you don't have a commitment of even eight weeks, you can go, hey, look, I'll, I'll do a, a yeah. little mini lecture. 
And one of the things I think sets it apart too is you can go so many places and learn things just that are knowledge that you never apply. But so all of this stuff is actionable. Every single bit of it is actionable information, Yeah, which is so much more valuable. All right. Nate, do you have a uh, website you want us to reference? I know we've got trinityschool.org linked. Um, uh, I think that's it. I mean, I have my practice site. <laughs> well, you don't want anybody to know about it. We don't have to tell them. <laughs> I can't. It's coleschiro.com, C-O-L-E-S-C-H-I-R-O.com. Coleschiro.com. Check him out. And, uh-huh. uh, well, Nate, it's always good to see you. And we'll look well. forward to having you on again. And, and, you know, we're sharing the stories. We're sharing and empowering people. And I know you are as well. And I appreciate you so much for that. And I appreciate Julie Whitman-Klein and the Trinity School, the family there, for getting us connected and getting you on the show today. Yeah. All right. Appreciate it. All right. Thanks, my brother. Appreciate it. That's Nate Coles. And again, links up in the show notes at robertscottbell.com. Super done. And we've got, again, just so many layers and levels. Again, I, I, I'm trying to get a sense of where people are at in terms of are they in more fear or less fear after the Biden thing last night? What is your sense about how people are right now? Hmm. All right. Well, for the ones paying attention, it's yeah. kind of scary because <laughs> mm-hmm. things are happening now that we have talked about happening for a long time, but haven't really happened to this degree, right? Yeah. This is a bit of a prophecy. Mm-hmm. Uh, for the people that really aren't paying attention or taking it seriously, yeah. probably won't um, affect them until it affects them. Yeah. You know, I mean, uh, I don't know. I do. Okay. I, you know what? For the last year and a half, two years, going on two years now, it's just been like, what in the world is going on? I, I just, I, I wasn't prepared I, for this exactly. I know. And I know you don't you know? get out much. I understand. I don't get out much either. But the discussions that are having, or even even through Telegram and other places, you know, my wife's talking about like some of her friends are kind of freaking out. Yeah. over all this and really afraid because for instance their husbands oh. are working in one of these companies that if you like, think vaccines are great you got yeah. nothing to worry about right right yeah it's all good for you mm-hmm. you can do whatever you want you can you can go places and you can do stuff yeah. whatever like that but yeah. yeah for the for the people that uh, have concerns about mm-hmm. what's going on here yeah um yeah it's i can see why it would be scary yeah i mean what I mean, let's just think about this. Let's go over the timeline just briefly here. Mm -hmm. You know, coronavirus shows up. We make jokes about it, right? Oh, coronavirus, here we go. Swine flu, you know, Zika, whatever, blah, you know, though they're just doing the same thing that they've always done. Yeah. Uh, Now, this definitely did not turn out the way we thought it was going to, did it? No, they went into full full court propaganda press. Right? And that, made, this I mean, the, made this the thing, yeah. Where did all this come from? Mm-hmm. So, yeah, now here we are a year and a half later or more. Yeah. And, yeah, th- this is still, it's like every time they roll out a new phase of this, mm-hmm. we're just more and more just dumbfounded, right, as to what it is that they're doing and what they're getting away with. Well, that is it. How much will they right? get away with? And, and I argue it's based on our cooperation, our participation, our tacit endorsement or uh, permission. <laughs> like, I, uh-huh. oh, you know, one of my sayings that people love when I say it, don't ask for permission where none is required, but they are convincing you that you have to have permission. I mean, that's the idea of what Biden said last night. If you want to 
fill in the blank, then you have to fill in the blank now. Right. And, and, you know, you're, you were, you were wondering about, you know, my optimism or lack of. Mm -hmm. And so, yeah, I mean, I look at this as if you've got three quarters of the population that's gone, Hey, I got the vaccine. I got nothing to worry about. I can go do what I want to do. I, Hey man, I'm the privileged class now, right? I'm not the heathen, like, you know, the other 25%. So the question is, Will the 25% be able to overcome the 75? Yeah, or those will... Are, those are bad. Those are not great odds right there. Yeah, but once again, go back to the founding of America. It wasn't much better than yeah, that. Yeah, but now, I mean, are we talking about uh, people, uh, Minutemen behind trees? You know, I mean, you're drawing the analogy, and I get what you're saying mm-hmm. in spirit. Yeah. But... You know that it wasn't. It wasn't. Uh, it, it the 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 revolution did not mm-hmm. become successful through uh, rhetorical well <laughs> speech, right? Quite, quite honestly, it was rhetoric. Yeah. In fact, there was a lot of rhetoric that inspired people to get right. off their aspirins. But ultimately, to inspired stuff, yeah. to do what? And I don't even want to talk about it. I know. You know, I don't. I don't even want to go there. Yeah, but it's clear that uh, the things King George did pale in comparison to the things King Biden is trying to do and others before him. It's not even close, by the way. And yet we've we've put up with it. We've become a docile people. And docility, while it's nice when there are other people are docile around you and nobody's engaging in violent acts of mandates and prohibitions, there's a point where you have to realize that docility will be used against you unless they, are, they know that you're willing to to no longer just go along to get along. Now, I think that some of the 75% are going to peel away as they learn the two shots were not enough and that they'll never be enough. So I'm not in that fate of complete scenario that it's 25 against 30, uh, 75. I think they're going to be losing. The more and more they push and they realize that we were right, we warned them that more people are going to be coming on board with, with where we're at. By the way, Michael Bolden, 10th Amendment Center is here. we got to get you back on the show. I know how busy you are, but these are things that uh, – we need to discuss. And in fact, Jonathan Emord's latest article, which we published today, in the, it's in the show notes, mentions 10th Amendment and a commandeering doctrine as some of the strategies in pushing back or just withdrawing consent and participation in what's going on right now. See, and Bolden, listen, dude, mm-hmm. seriously need to get you on this because this topic yeah. is something, I mean, do you see what he just wrote in there? He yeah, says, yeah, that's why we need the rhetoric of Bolden on we here. We need you, man. We need yeah. you on here. This is yeah. a, a, an interesting conversation yeah. um, that I, I think needs to be had in your command of history. Read, read, uh, read his comment there. for everybody here. He says, the people of those times actually understood liberty. People today? Vast majority hate liberty, even if they're opposing new mandates. Revolution would be a disaster. But mm-hmm. even in a tiny minority, we should absolutely lead by example as much as we're able to. Yeah. The, well, the, 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 the question then is, though, if we lead by example, what does that look like? Yeah. Well, I, you know, as I argue, it looks like you withdraw consent and you become yeah. as independent as possible in the, in the midst of tyranny to make it more as an example for others to say, yes, you can do this and you would like it a lot better than being under the thumb of a Biden or whoever would replace Biden next. It has, we have to have living examples. That's the point as it's always been throughout history. And yes, rhetoric is helpful. History is helpful, 
but discomfort brings people eventually to a point of the willingness to listen to rhetoric that they used to call a conspiracy theory talk. How much discomfort? It's different for everybody. I feel like what Biden did last night is a great benefit for all of us to wake another segment or percentage of the population up to what we've been warning about. That we're not losing people with every attempt to mandate these shots and jabs or make life difficult without them. We are gaining people every time this happens. Now, if I'm wrong, prove me wrong, tell me, show me wrong. I'll say I'm wrong. I, I don't want to be wrong on that. You probably don't want me to be wrong on it either. But I sense strongly that the more you, you know, thumbscrew it down, the more people will say, ow, no, not, no. Okay, I went, not anymore. Not anymore. Now, someone will say, well, is it enough? Isn't it? Well, I don't know. Is it ever enough? Look, the, thing, the things our founding fathers did to establish this country, was it enough? You look at where we are now, you go, well, no, it wasn't enough. Well, they could only do what they could do. I can only what I, I can do. You can do what you can do. But if we abandon principle, if we abandon the uh, uh, embracing of liberty, or as Michael Bolden points out, if we don't even know what it is and don't even care and want it, that's why I say I, I can't fight for something you don't want, except for me, I could fight for what I want or what I perceive, you know, others come together and fight for it. And what does it mean to fight? I mean, there are a lot of definitions therein. And Bolden is right. To try and have a revolution right now when a significant portion, vast majority perhaps, don't want to be free, that's a suicide mission. I, I, you know, I'm not embracing that either. But I'm acknowledging that you could do it peacefully by simply taking a different course, withdrawing consent wherever you can, limiting your exposure, reducing vulnerabilities and establishing a way to live more freely to whatever ideal you achieve or reach for. My ideal might be too crazy for you. Your ideal might not be enough for me and vice versa. But becoming a living example for others, instead of waiting for what the political savior to be elected president or selected president, how'd that work out for you, right? That's not a new message here. The question is, are you willing to recognize that that freedom that you've been given is the most powerful and most wonderful gift in the world? And it wasn't given to us by our founding fathers. They just acknowledged us and try to set up a form of government that would limit the potential or maybe kick it down the road when people forgot, like we have the potential for a tyrannical government to rise up again, which, of course, is inevitable in the history of government. That's what they knew. That's what we're witnessing again right now. We'll take the steps, baby steps, large leaps, and everything in between. And uh, I just encourage you to be the living example that you would want to be for your children and their children. If that's not enough to get you, if you, if you don't have kids, then figure it out. But I don't want my kids to look back on me. I mean, you know, look, kids are going to look at ba- parents all the time and go, ah, why didn't you do this? Or you did this. But one of the things, if they live in a complete total state of tyranny and they look back and said, mom, dad, while you had the chance to speak out, why didn't you? Why you had the chance to do something different? Why didn't you? Because those kids or grandkids may not have that freedom without violent revolution. Because if you make all peaceful means of transformation toward liberty outlawed or illegal, then the only option is what's left. Violent and bloody revolution, which is never pretty. It's rarely results in something like the organic American Republican form of government established First by the Articles of Confederation, then, of course, the Declaration of Independence set the stage, you know, prior to that. And then 
eventually a constitution to form a more perfect union, as they said. They tried the Articles of Confederation. Obviously, it didn't work the way they wanted it to, so they, they rewrote, and they did that. But that even wasn't a guarantee. Is it a guarantee? Our willingness to live in line with the spirit of freedom or freedom actually and grant and acknowledge, let's just say, others' freedom as well, and that ends where yours begins and vice versa. But if they criminalize breathing as they've tried to do because people are afraid of germs, as I've warned you, that would be your demise. Not germs, but the fear of germs that they criminalize breathing, then they've turned maybe the 75%, I don't think so, but a significant portion of the population against those of us who simply want to breathe, yearn to breathe freely. And now suddenly that's a crime because, oh my gosh, you're, you're a attempted murderer just by breathing without a mask or without an injection. And Biden says, we, we've got to protect the vaccinated from the unvaccinated. It's like, does anybody realize how stupid of a statement that is? How much of an admission of failure your vaccine is to say that? A lot of people know now, more people than ever, we were a very, very irate, tireless minority. One, two, three percent for many, many years here talking about these issues. Now we're not such a small minority. If Biden says 25 percent of you are not. And of course, 40 percent could be black people, maybe more. 40%, maybe more of Hispanic people. This is a war on all of us. Why aren't, let's say, people of color, Hispanic people rebelling against this because it affects them as much as it affects people of no color or or no pigment? (laughs) We can all come together and recognize it isn't you versus me. It's all of us versus those who would use government as governments have been used throughout the history of government to oppress people, to rule over them, to exert power that is not theirs by virtue of their birth, but that which they steal or convince others to give up. Through what? Fear, manipulation, lying, deception, coercion. What did Biden say? What does Fauci say? What does the mainstream legacy media say? What do we say? It's quite different. That's why you tune in. That's why you're here. Every day or fractions of days or fractions of hours or minutes, whatever you got, we'll, well, I'll be appreciative of it. And I know Super Don is too. So with that, let's, uh, let's target some questions of the day, shall we? Yes. All right, scrolling down. Let's find some questions of the day to answer. Here we go. This is from Carrie. Hi, Dr. Bell. Now, remember, the use of the term doctor is somebody that does that. I do not claim to be a medical doctor, nor would I want to be, as my uncle, the doctor, warned me not to be. As a homeopath, as a natural healer kind of guy, I understand the origin of the word doctor or physician is teacher and healer. And under that spirit of utilizing that, I don't object to people saying it, but you know I don't hang a shingle like that. But as a teacher, as a healer, absolutely, I embrace it. Carrie says, so my 12-year-old daughter came home from school. No fever, scratchy throat, cough. Started as a dry cough. Seems to be changing. Little deeper now. I give my kids daily multi-D3, probiotic, 500 milligram C. Uh, Looks like a young living essential oil of some kind. Green berry smoothie. Sovereign silver and sovereign silver nose squirts. Surprisingly, she still caught something. Last night, I had her nebulized 15 minutes with silver. What else can I do? Or should I be doing? I bought the CV Acute. Going to start that today as well, Carrie. Well, you're doing a lot of good things, no doubt. 
But one of the things that came up right away when you said cough, started as a dry cough. What's my favorite remedy? What's the polycrest for the liver that I usually start every discussion of homeopathy with? Anybody in the chat room up on that? Do I have to give you the first letter or do you already know it? Let me see if I can find in the chat room. Anybody jumping in? I'm looking at the chat rooms. Nobody's come up with it. What is that remedy that is so needed here for her daughter? I'm waiting. I'm a patient man. I'm not frustrated. I don't need Argentum Nitricum. I'm just looking. Does anybody have it? What is it? Okay, I got to call Super Don up now. All right, Super D. No, he's shaking his head. Don't call on me. All right. I was working on the website. Hold on. It was okay. for the first question of the day, which is... Well, it's uh, carries. Oh. Yeah. So remember the remedy. My favorite remedy. Always start with it, no matter what. And it's actually indicated in this case. Which remedy is it? Anybody? A homeopathic remedy? Yes. Oh, no. Bueller. Come on. Somebody's going to get this. Yes, Andrea got it. Oh, wait, Katie got it before Andrea. Katie, Bryonia Alba. Okay. Andrea got it too, said Bryonia. Let me see if anybody got it in our chat room. Mara Gabriel also got Bryonia. Good job, y'all. See, somebody's paying attention. Bolden has no idea what I'm talking about right now. (laughs) Nullification? Nullification? No. Is there a remedy for that? Well, Bryonia would help. It would. (laughs) So why do I say that? Of course, because it's indicated coughs, dry coughs, but hacking, whatever. Look, it's a liver remedy. It's a liver polycrest. And remember, you could take all the immune boosters and modulators in the world. If the liver is congested, you're still going to have symptoms. And it ain't what you're catching. It ain't what your daughter's catching, Carrie. It's what's within her not functioning fully. Give a little boost, give a little support and love for the liver. And watch everything else you're doing work a hundred times better. Now, there are many ways to go about the liver support. Talk about homeopathic drainage remedies. Those of you who want to take the clinical homeopathy 101 plus lecture on demand at Trinity, you'll learn a lot from that. Or just occasionally when I answer these questions here on this on this show or a little bit in the book, Unlock the Power to Heal that I wrote with Ty Bollinger. There's uh, CanGest from Alta Health Products, which is a great liver I call it a polycrest from an herbal perspective. Great formulation. Take a level teaspoon of that. 12-year-old, maybe a little less, but three times a day or even once a day before bedtime would, wouldn't be bad with uh, you know warm water to activate it. There are Ayurvedic herbs. There's, there's Chinese herbal medicine. There are American-based herbal, herbalists that understand the, the, the use of other uh, remedies, whether it be uh, uh, milk thistle. That's a classic one dandelion, taraxicum. So there's a lot of ways to go carry. That's the missing component, in my humble opinion, uh, about what you asked. Which leads us to the next comment of the day. It's a question or it's a comment. It looks like it's a comment of the day, so let me proceed it with that. All right, this comment of the day is coming from Bill. Hello, guys. RSB! Exclamation point times four. Would, W-O-O-D, you Please stop using the word more incorrectly. Once again, I'm extremely disappointed to hear the word more being used with, in this case, the word sore. (laughs) You said on the 6th of September at approximately 11 minutes plus X number of seconds that you were more sore. What? What is that? I was more sore than I was before. You're supposed to say sorer. 
No, that's no, I'm not no, going to say not sore. It either. Hey, look, if if Bill My wants to say level of soreness has increased, um, I guess we could go there. But he he, he didn't stop more there. More sore is that is that incorrect? Loyal listener Bill didn't like me using that Which, more sore. What would be more better? To I say? don't know. He, yeah, that's what I'm talking about, Super Don. You tell him. There is absolutely <laughs> no excuse, especially for a man of your edumacation. I, I read it that way. To make yeah. such a horrible mistake. You should have said, this is the sorest I have been in a long time. Uh, this is not the first time you have used the word more incorrectly. Nevertheless, uh, nevertheless, he says, I'm still your friend and I feel more better getting this off my chest a loyal listener bill why is everybody picking on me super don about the way i speak you did live in the south for a while what does that mean are you are you going to go anti-southerner on me i love the south personally all right well don't be picking on our way we enjoyed myself of course most of it was eating but you know yeah my my Um, uh, very southern farmer friend brian used to say i need to learn you better mo better i need to learn you better hmm so I don't know. I don't agree, Bill. I'm not an English teacher. I've never claimed to be. Yes, I know some words that Super Don doesn't know or use. That's okay. But I'm not pretentious about it. We have fun with it. But I don't think it's wrong to say I am more sore than I was before. Somebody an English teacher? How about Leslie? Good gazelle. I can't say Leslie good gazelle. It's a combination of the and the zzz. I, it's, I'm not getting. See, Leslie picked on me yesterday. Bala comes back and hits me. I'm like, I should stop talking. Super Don, take it over. Or let's get Leslie and Ula to take over the show. If you guys don't like the way I talk, I, I, I can remedy that. Wow. <laughs> it's the weekend, it's the week, isn't, it? isn't it? Crazy, crazy what's, going, what's on going on here. Well, screw you guys, I'm going home. <laughs> exactly. exactly. I'm take, taking my ball and I'm going home. Mm. All right. So what do y'all think? Any English teachers out there agree with Bill or agree with me? More sore is appropriate and okay to say. Even though, yes, I could have said, I am experiencing soreness. I'm experiencing soreness like I haven't in a long time. Yes, that would have gotten Did the Did you know about. that the word sore is actually a word? I'm sore than I was before. Yeah. Yeah. So More, you could just but, say that. I mean, yeah. according to what Miriam Webster. By the way, I oh, overnight, you know, when you sleep and you're so sore that you actually know you're sore while you're sleeping. You ever been that sore? You know, I'm kind of at the age now where it's like I wake up sore, and I'm like, <laughs> I don't. How did that happen? Because you're not came. working out, Super Don. This is my one time where I get to rib you when you when for you the wake lack up of in, movement. You wake up injured, and you're just like, yeah. Yeah, What's no, don't do that. Get out and walk, please, Super Don. So I'm going anyway. to California this weekend. That's right. Oh man, that's right. You got a trip to California. You're going to see your sister just uh, for the weekend. I'm going to go okay. uh, visit my dad's grave site and see my sister, and uh, just kind of hang out in my old stomping grounds. Well, safe and wonderful journey for you, Super D. Yeah. By the way, we have our Sunday show already set up. What's the guy's name? He's actually, I've, I, I've talked to him. We've got it set up. It's, he's amazing. And he's got goofy vaccine.com as a website. He is so amazing. We forgot his name. Well, um, no, listen, I mean, we're Nick, in the midst of so much. Right? Nick. Nick. Uh, how do you pronounce his last name? 
It it's, is it's Italian. Caterano. Caterano. Nick Caterano. Yeah, and he's on, dude's on fire. I'm telling you, this show Sunday, our syndicated radio show, first hour, well, you're, you're, you're going to want to. You wanna, were so into the conversation with him, you completely I lost forgot what time. time it was. Yeah. yeah, lost track of time. That's how much we resonated. So that's our Sunday broadcast, and uh, we're going to be talking about the mandate, the things that Biden has brought out, and what it elicited in him and me and our, our ongoing discussion about where to go from here. He works for Disney. Yeah. He's a cast and, member there. Yeah. And apparently, uh, you know, just like what we were just talking about with Biden and what he announced last night, mm-hmm. they uh, have a mandate over at Disney. Yeah. That everybody there has to get the vaccine. And he's not. He's pushing against it. If he can succeed, yeah. more power to him. Now, wrapping it up here real quick. A third of cancer drugs without proven clinical benefit continue to be recommended for patients. Where's the science? If we were promoting a homeopathic remedy, that had no proven clinical benefit. They'll claim, oh, none of them does. But let's just pretend it's a natural herb or supplement with no proven clinical benefit. Wouldn't the FDA or the FTC be all over us? And yet, these oncologists are getting away with promoting drugs that have no proven clinical benefit. Big surprise, right? In the Church of Pharmaceutical Mysticism and its ownership and control of your government and its oligarchy that it's descended into, this is what happens. The monopoly mandate on cancer treatment are drugs that don't even have a proven clinical benefit. And then we go back to IBM, international business machines colluded with Hitler back in the days to count the concentration camp victims there. And now they are in the lead in making, guess what? Vaccine passports, which, by the way, are not to free you. Don't be deluded. They are to enslave you. IBM and the history of the Nazi uh, regime and Hitler coming back to life and doing these things. And even Naomi Wolf, an avowed liberal Democrat for her much of her life, has come out and seen the light on this. Talking about what they're trying to do to destroy your freedom through fear. And, and basically rob you of your freedom with a vaccine passport. And finally, this is another great, great article from the American Institute for Economic Research. John Sanders. Stronger. More robust natural immunity thwarts any case for vaccine passports. And at any level of science, from a master of science, bachelor of arts, any level, now you don't even need a degree. And you could see that natural immunity would just shatter the, the case for vaccine passports. Much less if the vaccines work, why would you care? That's what I'm talking about. And we'll talk about it some more on the other end of this 60-second break because we're wrapping it up. Thank you for all of our friends in the United Kingdom and around the world. We're going to take a break. If you're listening or watching live at robertscottbell.com, you can stick around in 60 seconds. Bonus round heading into the weekend here. I'm going to tell you about an event. Last minute, you might be able to attend. We'll be right back. Power to Heal is still yours. 